everybody, and welcome back to the Touch the City podcast, episode 20. Another milestone down, 20 episodes in. Uh, by the time you have listened to this, that means you'll have heard that I updated the theme a little bit. So that'll be something every 20 episodes. I'll just tweak it a little bit, you know, just keep it a little fresh, let you know that, you know, we were, pa- uh, we're paying attention to how this is progressing and stuff like that. So I'd like to thank y'all for immediately for listening 20 episodes in. If this is your first time listening, then I hope you enjoy what you're about to listen to because it's really just us two t- talking about stuff that interests us. And, you know, we just have a good time doing it. So that's why we keep doing it. So you're I'm just going to get right into it. My mm. name is Fax Mercury, a.k.a. I'm off social media because sometimes I just got to take a break from it. It is tiring. It is the best and worst thing about humanity to me. <laughs> It'll be such a great use of information. And then, you know, you have a bunch of Nazis on there. And of course, mm-hmm. I'm joined by my 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 brother, my my best friend, the the, the shit. I got a thousand <laughs> names for him. I'm gonna just let him introduce himself. Yeah, you already know, man. Right now I'm locked in on Duce Yusuke, man. Your boy Twin 4K back on deck. Know what I'm saying, and uh, yeah, man, we we here, we ready to pod, you know, get shoot the shit, man. I guess this is the easiest way to say it. Shout out yeah. Manu Ginobili, you know what I'm saying? He Shout wrote, out he Manu Ginobili, yeah, episode he wrote 20. 20. Episode 20, you already, you already know. <laughs> Manu and Gary Payton, that was that oh. was the other one I was going to do. Too. Oh, yeah, GP, the glove, the glove. Shout out the glove, shout out the glove as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, all right, yeah. so... Shit, how we get into this with the week, right? I was uh, gonna know the week. You already know. That's the yeah, question. I know, I know, I know how it's we get into the this city. <laughs> it's tough the city. How was your week? Yeah, uh, I mean, this week was uh it's pretty lax. It was pretty lax. I honestly didn't do too much. Um, you know, uh worked obviously Monday through Friday, you know, shout out the job, keeping your boy employed right now. Um, so I'm just you know, doing that shit, coming home fucking cleaning my car every other day. Literally, that's all I like to do. Oh, and, you know, obviously I'm clicking it up still on, zone, on the zone whenever I get a chance. Um, uh, this weekend uh, was pretty nice, though. Obviously, we linked up, you know, got to kick it, real lax, summer day like yes, sir. Um, type yeah. vibe, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, this week, it was really, really chill. I mean, I didn't get to, like, actually do much. And, I mean, I think it's understandable given the current... Um, uh, societal situation. I mean, everything is um, still somewhat closed, but somewhat open. Like you can do things, but you realistically shouldn't be doing things. So it's kind of one yeah. of those things where, you know, Tenny State is ass home. And I think I'm proud of it. I think I'm proud of it. Uh, what about <laughs> you, bro? <laughs> I agree. Like I, I, my week was very productive. So first I'll just say that uh, like, I, I'm, I'm dropping, I'm dropping a project, right? Um, hey. I'll do like a I'll do, I want to say, I'm like, I'm calling it a project, but more than likely, like, I'll actually say it's an album because like the amount of effort that I've put forth into these songs is like the most work I've ever done in any song. Just like how varied each song is, how, you know, where the song starts is not where the song ends, like everything about them. I'm I'm just pulling out like reserves of creativity that I'm like, oh shit, like I'm not even thinking about that, you know, like, oh wow, I just made three tracks today or I just finished these three, so... I'll do like a formal thing and, you know, with the cover, I already have the album cover and stuff like that. It looks cool. Uh, I'll, I'll do like a whole thing, like I'll probably next week, you know, like Instagram and Twitter, just let people know what it's about and so on and hey, so forth. I'm um, I'm but dumb, because I'm of that, <laughs> the productivity is like through the roof because like I, I just literally like I schedule my day where I come in. I'm like, all right, how many tracks do I have left? So, I'm you know, I'm doing it in a certain way that keeps me busy and also like lets me, you know, uh, 
use different parts of my like my uh, uh my music brain where it's like all right, i'm doing the creativity next i'll do the mixing part and then i'll do the mastering so like having that order and you know being able to structure out my week through that has been super super helpful but yes to your point i stayed my ass home and <laughs> i agree with that because honestly the stuff that's open is is what i don't know like a, some restaurants some bars i i just don't see the necessity of you know I, if i want to support the place i'm gonna just take the food to go like i mm. i just i don't feel comfortable sitting at a restaurant honestly like yeah. you know some people want to do it and you're still trying to employ social distancing and you're trying to make something of it i kind of understand it but i just don't feel like if you're actually trying to do this and you're actually trying to social distance and you just wouldn't go you just mm-hmm. wouldn't go, honestly. And I don't know. I just, you know, or if you're going to go, we, we talked about it on Saturday. If you're going to go, you know, just, you know, you got to really hit your waiter up with a good tip, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, facts. you know, you're, you're, people are working for you. Now you're going back out and, you know, these people are trying to do their job in the middle of the pandemic. Um, mm-hmm. You mentioned that you're, you, you cleaning your car and yo, and you pulled up in the whip. I'm like, damn, son. That's <laughs> a little brand. Yeah, that shit nah, was gleaming. Really, Tense was on 100. I really put in crazy. the work, man. I really put in the work. I, I think I touched on it a little bit last week. I kind of got this new yeah, like, home drill attached yeah, to on my drill. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. And, um, you know, I was using that shit to just like really like, you know, wax up some different like spots on the car that had like little scratches and. You know, yeah, I mean, it did a good job because actually you're right. You know, when I did pick up my mom last week, like I was finished, I just finished like clay barring it and I was, I wasn't really using the drill. I didn't use the drill that day. I just used the clay mm-hmm. bar and the clay bar, the only thing with clay and detailing and anybody who's into auto detailing or car detailing knows about this shit. This is a little bit of nerd talk. But um, if you're clay barring your car, it's a, it's abrasive. Like pretty much what it's meant to do outside of just like when you soap down your car and wash the body is the clay will pick up any like dirt and contaminants that the mitt and soap can't get off. Mm. So if you're a little bit too like, I don't want to say rough because I wasn't really rough, but if you're working in like a warm environment, that's some shit really where the pros might do it. And even pros will say, hey, you don't want to go too overboard because if it's really, really hot outside, it'll dry up and Bro, if that clay touches the car, it literally leaves like a smudge as if, you know, somebody Oof. smudged, you know what I'm saying? Like smudged, like, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I would say something like gummy or like, you know, something dirty on it. Like if, uh, I, yeah. if like I spilled like some fucking sticky soda on it and smudged it on the paint, you'd see like a smear of like stickiness on the car. But the thing is, yeah, that shit actually just wouldn't even come off. It would be like smooth, actually, because it technically cleaned it. But it, it's so abrasive that it scratches the clear coat of the car. So I had did a lot of like scratches on the front of my hood and I had to wax it all off. So, you know, definitely when I pulled up, bro, like that shit was like fresh out of the, the wax. That's, fresh out of the yeah, that's, It looked like it was you just bought it again. Yeah, nah, that definitely. That's crazy. My car stays looking clean like that. And I love it, man. Honestly, yeah. like that's definitely, you know, if all things that I can do, you know, week in, week out to keep me sane, it's like cleaning my car is like, you know, I would say it's definitely first before anything now. You know, I used to, you know, you grow up, I was big into gaming. Gaming was always the thing. And, you know, I would say up through college, like up probably I would say the end of college is where, you know, okay, PC gaming took a backseat, backseat to my camera work. Camera stepped in and like I was taking photos like crazy. I mean, from like 2016, I feel like up until now. And I mean, I still love my photography, but like that four year range was just like, yo, man. So I need, I need to take a photo. Like every day I was really feeling like that. And I was taking help. Like, bro, I got like at least two, three terabytes, maybe even four photos, and videos, like just like stashed up on drives. And, you know, now it's like my car, it kind of came in 
I would say after school because I, I had my max now for a couple of years. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm yeah. going on my third year next year. So like I'm about oh, to be three oh, years in with the max and I had the ultimate before that. So when I, I caught the max, that, yeah. yeah, when I caught that max at 16, it was just like, yeah, man, I, I need to, I definitely <laughs> got addicted to just like cleaning the car, always looking fly on the road. Like, oh, I, I don't know, man, stay tuned, man. The pie, y'all, y'all, y'all gonna see me. So the next <laughs> boy, man, the next joint. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, yo, that shit is gonna be crazy because I know you're gonna be moving with that shit. Too. Oh, nah, yeah, yeah. Facts, you know, I'm not even gonna drop any of that information on pod. I already know. I'd probably talk to you about it. I definitely know. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a couple people I talk to about what I'm looking at next, man. But I'm telling you, my next shit about to have 500 horsepower, 500 torque, like you know, 150 thousand dollar MSRP. Like I'm not playing. Like you know I me, mean? I really like to be in the fly joints. You know what I'm saying? And like yeah, man, a good car because you yeah yeah, yeah I work hard, too, hard, exactly. Yeah. I work hard for it, and it's a good car. You know what I'm saying? They it's lie. a luxury, but also like it's it's more than that. Like a good car, or like all right, one a car is just a mode of transportation. But if you're a car enthusiast, it's much more than that. It's your mm-hmm. hobby. It's mm-hmm. you know, it's like a, a it's a part of you in the way that like you take care of it because it it, it, you, it matters to you. Yeah, so it man, becomes it more than just a fucking set of wheels. It becomes like yo, I put work into this shit, and you know, I, I spend a lot of time in it. So I want to mm-hmm. make sure this shit is top notch, and also that I, I like driving it. It's comfortable to drive, or that shit is fast or how whatever you want out mm-hmm. of your car so yeah no that's facts actually yeah. It, yeah i guess you think about it you're right it, it's kind of like your identity you even look at your computer you know you anybody could just go build a yep. computer but you end up customizing your computer you know adding maybe a little couple things that you like or little things that fit your workflow a little bit better and you specify things the way you want you know what i'm saying like those things become a part of you you know what i mean and that's just kind of yeah you know what i mean i love that i love that about my hobbies i definitely can't um stress that enough uh, but shit, I guess you're right. you want to hop. Let's hop right into it, man. You know, actually, you know, yeah, before we kick shit jump, off, yeah. oh, I do want to start oh, yes, off, yes, yes. yeah, the pod with just a little bit of a, you know, rest in peace uh, to Kobe uh, and Gigi Bryant and the lives lost on January 26, 2020. Yeah. Also, rest in peace to my man, Regis Philbin. Regis Philbin. Yeah, man. The icon. What the fuck is up Regis and Kelly in 2020, man? Just taking too many legends. Throw this shit in the trash, yo. Yeah. Not entirely. Not entirely. But there's mad shit that's just like, what the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was already a somber enough day. And then when you you see things like that, it's just like, shit, man. Another icon, you know, going. So rest in peace um, to all lives lost, at least on those that day around the shit, the last couple of months, you know, going back. All yeah. the months, not even just January, but those in February, March, April, May, you know, June, July, if you died, you know, rest in peace, man. And shit, we're going to keep up the flag and keep going because 2020, yeah. shit, it feels like eternity. It feels like the longest year it ever. It feels like five years in one year. In Every one year. month is a year. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And, you know, we we almost there, man. We're going to make it to the end. And, you know, I, I just want to say hopefully 2021 is, is better. Um, yeah. But shit, uh, I don't even know how we want to start this. You want to start with sports? You want to start with drama? Like, I don't even know where we go with this one. Okay, let's let's get into the sports. Um, the, the leagues are starting back up again. Mm-hmm. We got the scrimmages going for the league, yeah, the NBA. NBA. And I'm not going to lie. I really like the setup, seeing it in action, like the the, the boards or mm-hmm. the uh, the, um, the screens that they have. And mm-hmm. then, you know, they denote which team is home team and they have the graphics and stuff like that or the benches all mm-hmm. being six feet apart. Like, if there's any way to do it, that's a pretty good way to do it. Um, mm. 
the quality of basketball, I mean, it's a scrimmage. So, you know, yeah, you it's scrimmage. Really like, I was actually yeah. watching the scrimmage today, like Washington versus Lakers. And, they, you know, they were pra- like praising the shit out of the yeah. Lakers. Like, oh, yo, this, they just scored 69 points and a half, the most in this, any scrimmage yet. This, uh, I'm like, bro, I'm saying everybody's like, kind of in game form. Yeah. Just yet, you know? and, and with all due respect, like, it was like, okay, the Lakers put up 69. That's dope. I'm not going to lie. 70 and a half, basically. But then you look the at Wizards. who they was playing on the Wizards, and the Wizards had like 60 on them. So I was like, wait, where's the defense? The worst team in the league put up 60 on your defense and you guys are talking about this team like they're ready to win a championship. And, I, you know, obviously Lakers fans are about to come at me hard. I don't want the Lakers fans to come for me, so I'm going to stop talking shit about the Lakers because everybody knows I'm a Kawhi fan. And if they're, if they're real Lakers fan, they know this shit is scrimmage. It don't even really fucking Yeah, it's nothing. trash ball. I gotta, That's true, too. But yeah. I got to give a special shout out to Andre Roberson for his first mm. games back Two and a half years of not playing. Yes, Andre the Great. Three. Yeah, he was so, saying he hit the two clutch threes. He hit that two clutch threes. I think it was it to win the game, right? Yeah, I, you know, and it don't mean much, but to see him shoot and actually hit the fucking threes, I'm like, after two and a half years after of not playing. After two and a half years. That's talking G. about like that shit was so difficult coming back. Like he really thought about quitting. No, oh, man, I, like, I couldn't shit. even imagine. Like, look at when you look at the careers of those players that get these significant injuries and then they go like a year or they go like two years and they're not playing basketball. Like, even like the Derrick Rose, like, look at Derrick Rose. Like, the fact that he was able to even battle back to where he is and be a, a contributing member on any team in any way. Like, I mean, it's just so crazy. Like, the mental, like, focus that it takes. Like, imagine that. Like, right now, if you got stripped of doing something you loved every single day to do. Like, and they just said, I, you know, you got to take two years off. Of your career. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and we're talking about life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. We're talking about life. This is things that you don't get back. Two years off your prime. Because every single year, you're slipping slowly and slowly more out of your prime. So your prime is lost. When these guys get lost, they know they're, they're missing, like, integral moments of their body energy-wise that won't rebound. And it's just like, wow, like, it's, it's, it's fucking incredible. So shout out Andre Robes. And I really did. Fuck with yeah. that game too. OKC, man. OKC is one of those sleeper teams that people better stop playing with. They're dangerous. Man. It's crazy. Some amazing role players, yo. Mm-hmm. We yeah. really do. I'm looking at my hands. I'm like, we just picked up like some some people, honestly. Like, you yeah. know, they're not like too like you know, earth shattered, but they're just really good role players. And honestly, just collectively as a team, when they play, I'm like, oh shit, they really yeah. be working. Nah, yeah, man. I don't know, man. It's just DP3 and then that boy Shy, man. It just G'd up. Yeah. But they look like they genuinely fuck with, or like CP looks like he genuinely fucks with like being there. Like he fucks mm-hmm. with the team. And like, I know like people shit on, you know, Oklahoma City. Ah, shit, I would too. Like, it's fucking Oklahoma. Who gives a shit? But like, they're talking, oh, I never hear anything bad about the organization. They're like, yo, they love playing for the team because of the fans and, you know, the culture is good. And everybody who shows up there, you know, that's what it looks like. You know, everybody's just so grateful to be there when they're like, yeah, I like the team. Maybe they just don't like, you know, playing for, and a team in Oklahoma City. Yeah, I think that's what it is. It's really, and that's the the unfortunate, uh, like I guess, original sin of being a small market NBA team. You know, you're you're just not in one of the glamorous cities. And I mean, I like to say that you know when you're getting paid X amount of millions of dollars, that it's easy to just kind of like make your own happiness. But you know, there is some degree of like. Like just you know you can't really recreate what your city has like and I I mean I I should I look to Kawhi Leonard man like I I loved that he was in San Antonio everybody knows me I'm a fucking massive Spurs fan but like I know there is no way 
in shape or form that you can tell me San Antonio, Texas compared to Los Angeles or wherever he's at in LA. I know he, yeah. he signed the contract. He did the extension. He was there and I was like, um, you know, you could trade me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to LA, so. he, he bounced, bro. The opportunity he this hunt, Kawhi picked up the phone, called him, and and I'm really honestly, I'm one of the ones that think that Paul George honestly did enjoy OKC. I really do think that him and Westbrook yeah. probably would have ran it back again. And I, I think I don't want to say immediately they probably could have got a title somehow. This is definitely one of those years that they probably could have snuck a title. I don't know, but at the you know we'll never know, unfortunately, at this point. But yeah. you you know when you look back at it. And and you see the decision that Kawhi made, like son, like Los Angeles is just a superior city to be in. Like you want to be in that town, like you want to be in that area. You want to be able to go two hours down south over to San Diego, or you want to be able to drive four or five hours up, and you were in NorCal. You know what I'm saying? You want to be able to hit the wineries. You know what I'm saying? You want to you got Vegas five hours out, right? You know what I'm saying? Like you really in a a real prime zone, and like shit. Everybody who knows me know my ass want to move to Cali, so I like. You know what I mean? And that's how I know those times because my ass literally been in and out of those areas. Like, I'm in and out of those cities. Like, I know what it's like to be on that side. Like, and that and that shit is as a New Yorker. It really feels like, it almost feels like New York because it's weird. Except New York to get to my my distance of driving to like a San Diego is me just taking <laughs> P- PT to like Harlem wow. or fucking the Bronx. That's fucking crazy. It's fucking real crazy. Like, just go that much farther. Yeah, in you, the same amount of time. And, and in the same amount of time. It's disgusting, but at the same time, admirable. So, you know, like, I, I, I respect, you know, Kawhi and, you know, like, just everything going on with the clips. And, you know, man, I'm just happy to have basketball back. You know what I'm saying? The scrimmages have been dope, definitely. Um, but I don't know about you. Have you heard the uh, situation that, that happened with my mans, my boy, <laughs> the clips? Lou Will. Lou, Lou, William, Lou William. Oh, Yo, man. Lou Will. Wait, uh, what's the song? Wing. Oh, um, <laughs> six man like Lou. Six man like Lou. Uh, you know, I really heard the wings at Magic City be popping off like that. No, with all due respect, and in his defense, yeah, because you know, like I, you know, people want to spin the fucking story. Obviously, even me, I came off with the joke. Like you know, what I'm saying you don't want to sit there and spin the story too off that point. Like he went there for the wings, and those wings are a bomb. Like I've heard so many good things about them. Like not only from people that have been there but like literally just online like you've like strip club and wings or strip club and their food like you just always hear like they provide good service and have great food like i I don't see like how why he can't go get his food i don't know about you yo no that's how i feel about it like of course you know people are I guess it's more people concerned with the optics of it. Like, you know, uh, he left and went to a strip club. Mm-hmm. But if, the, you know, he got, doesn't he have a meal or some shit named after him on the menu? Yeah. So if you go to a strip club and you have some shit on the menu, on the food menu at a strip club, named after you, it sounds like to me that you really do be going there for the food. I'm sure, yeah, every now and then, while you go going to food, you'll be like, ah, right, yo, here you go, Ma, here's a thousand. Let's get the lab dance. But mm-hmm. honestly, like, I genuinely believe the nigga went there and it was like, yo, I need these wings. Fast. And imagine being in the bubble. If he was in the crib the entire time during quarantine, just like how I'll be going getting my, my Mexican shit, the Guerreros, <laughs> I totally get it. If he was like, yo, I got I to gotta hit up Magic City, get my wings, mm-hmm. and then I'll be all right. 
Yeah. So if that's what you gotta do, that's what you gotta do. No, I I entirely agree. And I feel like, you know, there's just been like a massive like, you know, outrage or just overreaction on the internet right now. And I mean, you know, like shit, I'm a big fan of just like a lot of these NBA sports shows, sport talk shows. Like I, I guess, you know, there's nothing else on television, so you got to fucking fill t- TV with something. And, you know, you had this dude, Kendrick Perkins, on television. He was going crazy hard on uh, my man Lou, you know, talk about, oh, you know, you had Zion Williamson. He could act more chore than an NBA vet, Lou Williams. Like, Lou Williams is supposed to be a 15, 60-year-old vet on a championship-caliber team. You know, he's talking about that he went out. Um, for an emergency family situation that he was at a funeral. So why do we get you on uh, on photo at a, a gentleman's club, Magic City? Like, come on, you got to be smarter than that. And, and, and I'll be honest, like, I'm very, very hot and cold at first. Like, I, f- like, agreed and understood the sentiment. Clippers are obviously, Clippers got a shit ton of shit to prove, to be honest. Like, you know, when you look at Lou oh, Williams, yeah. even his career, like, he hasn't ever really won, like, anything. Like, he's been a scorer. He's been a phenomenal role man. Like, but he's not won anything. Everybody on that team got something to prove. Paul George needs a ring. Kawhi that's needs to the, prove. The, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, that's the team, I think, with the highest potential, but also, like, right now, currently, like, you know, in order to get to that potential, like, they really got to be on point. Exactly. And I don't know if they're even out that step to, you know. Like, it might be, like, at a certain point, like, their sheer talent will just overwhelm the majority mm-hmm. of teams. But, mm-hmm. you know, come playoff time, playoff basketball so slow. You know, you you gotta you gotta go crazy. You know, you gotta make shit happen. So exactly, and you know, like when you consider that stuff, like you know, like y'all got so much to prove. Like everybody got a, a storyline of their own of, you know, why you know, you know, it's just a lot of questions that need to be answered. And you know, when you risk, all right, like going to that place, and you know, you you get caught in a photo at that. Like I'm not gonna lie, like me, I, I'm very conscious about my photo being taken or myself being on camera. Or especially if I'm out, like, and I, you know, to me, does not means you're being secretive or anything. Like, I don't like going to parties and people got me in like a Snapchat or taking photos of my face. Like, I don't want that done. Oh, I, I, uh, absolutely not. Yeah. I hate that shit. And like, I'm sure like he wasn't intending to, you know, be on somebody's photo and shit like yeah. that. But also like, you know, the NBA didn't really say what you could and couldn't do and why you can or can't leave. It was just like, exactly. if you leave, these are the steps that are necessary in order for you to return safely back into, you know, playing again. Mm-hmm. So you could do whatever. It's just if you leave the bubble, then you have to, you know, take the test and do X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, encouraging people to stay in the bubble. But if you leave, then you need to do this before you play. Yeah. So you could do whatever. You just need to, you know, abide by the rules. And I'm sure he's going to abide by the rules because, you know, he wasn't trying to get over on nobody. The man just want to get his wings. Yeah, and some wings. Yeah. And I was, honestly, I was going to lead right into um, that point. Like Tracy McGrady had said the exact same thing that you stated. It was just like, you know, at what point did it become, okay, now we have to disclose to you not only exactly where we are going to be going, um, in between whatever event that we informed you is the reasoning for us leaving the bubble. Like, so, okay, you you obviously going to be leaving the bubble for X, but, you know, you're telling me, and I'm saying X is a, an abbreviation, but, like, you're going to tell me, all right, so now, okay, I can't stop for food at all? Like, all right, so I have to absolutely cook my food at home. So you're telling me how I can eat. Okay, can I not do this? Like, okay, but if I have to go do that, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're really controlling yeah. just my interactions at that point. When did it become, all right, now the NBA has the say or duel, on what I can do in life. That, and, you know, it, it's a really sensitive area. I'm not going to lie that, you know, like the bubble didn't entail, okay, now you guys get to control every facet of my movement. If I leave this bubble, then you don't know, like, you know what I'm saying? I can do what I want as long as I test. 
positive, um, test negative every single day. And then even when I get back, you guys are going to have me quarantined for X amount of days, depending on where I have went. You know what I mean? It doesn't be, shouldn't have to be a thing where, okay, Lou Williams is now the face of um, fuck ups outside the bubble. You know what I'm saying? At first it was, I forgot what the, the dude was that uh, had uh, some wings delivered to the bubble. So he had to be quarantined. But like, you know, now it's Lou Williams. And I just feel like, Two times now, it's been over something as stupid as food. Like, these guys aren't out here, like, doing some wild shit, or you, you got them wild in the streets. Like, it's just some, some regular food, bro. Like, and, like you know, you got to let them live. And, and, and T-Mac had a point. Kendrick Perkins, you know, he need to take a chill. He, he need to chill out, man, because I don't even know. That's just a... I don't, I don't want to say another point, but it's just another thing. Like, K-Perk, K- man, he just be out here, like, just... Just, I don't know. Like, Yo, he's fire, having to form people, mad people. Yeah, former players, man. Because even KD, had to, KD been taking hella shots at him, though. KD, I'm surprised KD don't like Perk as much. KD, you know what it is about KD? And this is why I don't like KD as much as I should like KD. Because KD used to be one of my favorite <laughs> players. But, like, he can switch up so fast on his old, like, fronts. But, I, I mean, but at the same time, I guess I could see it, though. Because KD, like, Perk, Perkins kind of remind me of, like, a snake. Like, you know what I'm saying? He'll come out. He'll go hard at, at uh, fucking Kevin Durant. I don't know why. I was about to say KD Trey 5. That was just stuck in my head just now. Like <laughs> <laughs> Easy money Easy sniper. Easy money sniper. <laughs> so, so, yeah, he can say say some shit about Kendrick. Oh, I said Kendrick. Now look at me. KD. Yeah, fucking KD. <laughs> and then the next fucking day, he's on t- television talking about, oh, but, you know, KD's my boy. I think he's one of the best players in the league. And, you I know, hate I that shit, bro. Yeah, you know, some people don't like that. And I, with all due respect, I guess I can understand that. And I do understand some semblance of, okay, you know, as your friend, I feel like I, if I am being critical of you, it shouldn't be offensive. But if you feel like you did offend him, like, and then you apologize, like, it should be somewhat all good. I, I am a believer of that. You can't yeah. tell somebody how to, yeah. you know, respond to your apology, even if they don't accept it. If they don't want to accept it, it's fine. But, you know, KD right. does that too much. Like, if you say something bad about him, like, you're dead in his Oh, nah, forever. he be wilding. Yeah, forever. He's like, yo, fuck. You don't know shit. I'll be out there grinding every day. Yeah. You know what I've been through? You're like, damn, dude. Like, I just said you shot bad on these days. Like, I every Tuesday, you shot 32%. Exactly. Like, nah, you don't know how hard it is on the NBA floor. Uh, okay, I'm just showing you your statistics. Yeah. Remember that one dude? And he was just like, man, he was like, shut up, nerd. Like, nobody cares about stats. And I was like, all right, guy. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, man. Nah, I uh-huh. I just look at it as funny in the way that or, or like I don't mind like if you're gonna do that I just look at it like all right if you're gonna talk that shit I hope you know like would you say that to their face you know like mm-hmm. if you're getting up on TV and talking about, oh Katie don't do this and then Katie goes and talks to you and it sounds like you didn't have that conversation with him prior mm-hmm. then he gets mad and then you can't really get mad or you can apologize. And like you said, you know, he you do, he doesn't really have to accept your apology if basically you, you you know, you you didn't really critique him or if you did. But also, like, at the same time, it was in a way that necessarily like you didn't run it by him or some shit. Yeah. Not that you got to run by everything. But, you know, like if somebody's going to take offense to it, then more often than not, like in certain rare instances, but more often than not, it's going to be that. All right. You might have just spoke a little out of turn so you know but it just seems like i'm leaning more towards like kendrick perkins just ODing sometimes because he just has continuous problems with a bunch of people yeah so it's not like to me it just looks like all right like he just be talking 
And then, you know, the moment somebody says something, they're like, nah, nah, it's so good, it's all love. And it's like, yeah, but you was kind of walling earlier, honestly. Yeah. And, it, yeah, I guess, you know, you kind of just look at it overall. It does come off as, like, all right, Kendrick, maybe you're, like, just not as cool. Like, you were not as cool with them as you thought you were. Like, and you, you do need a... It could be that, too. You know what I mean? There's barriers maybe to where you can speak. That- yeah, like, you know what I mean? What you can speak about. Like, maybe you're cool with me, um, Kendrick, but, like, you can't talk about me like this. I'm not cool with that. And you got to respect that. Yo, you know what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, or like, what if he's the one that say, "Yo, what's good, bro?" And they're like, "Oh, here, this nigga come." Hey, this nigga, oh, <laughs> man. So, yo, oh, 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 man, everybody, Kendrick coming. Yo, what's up, God? Good teamwork. Good teamwork. Like that's the dude Kendrick was. You know what I mean? He wasn't getting no buckets. He was always getting his head on. He's just the dude. Like, <laughs> you gotta be just yeah, nice to him. Was like, yeah, right. Like, yeah, what's up, Perk? Hey, hey, how's it going? How's it going? Yeah, so, yo, man. I don't know. Shout out Perk though. I did like him at first, but I don't shout know. out Perk. He, he was he be, he he been on his fugazi these last couple of weeks, but I don't know. He'll he'll yeah. get back on track. Um, but okay. that's it at least for the NBA. I know. Let's shuffle on over to another sport. I don't really watch it, but the MLB. Restart. I don't really watch baseball either. Yeah, MLB. I, like I do. I won't. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, no, my fault. Oh, no, yeah. Oh, yeah, the MLB yeah, started up again. Mm-hmm. But what's funny is, like, I don't watch the shit, and that was, like, the only sport I played as a kid. Oh, up wow. until, like, 9 or 10. Like, I was in the Little Leagues and shit like that. I just don't play oh, that shit. shit. I, didn't, <laughs> I, just, I did not know. Say, you, you're nice with baseball? You be all right? Like, what do you play with field? I haven't, yo, uh, I've shit. I haven't played in forever, but what did I usually play? It was funny because my dad wasn't a coach, but, like, he would, like, advise and shit now and then. Mm-hmm. But I would play usually, like, either second base or, like, center field. Mm. I I mean, it was fun. Like, I I really was like at that time, I was like, yo, I'm I'm rocking with baseball. Like, I could play this shit. It's it's fun. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, I guess what it is, too, like when you stop playing it and then you're watching it, I'm I'm sorry. Watching baseball is fucking boring. Yeah, it's terribly boring. Like, I'm going to just put it on in the background. Mm -hmm. And I know I've said that on this pod, but I'm going to just reiterate that shit. But they started (laughs) back up. And it was going well until the fucking, what is it, the Marlins? Like yeah. 14 or 13 people, yeah. including like coaches and shit, uh-huh. tested positive. And it's just like, you know, it, it, that might be it. That, that might be it. Yeah. <laughs> like, honestly, for like, yeah, and it was 13 exactly. 13 people got affected amongst the ball club. So it's a mixture. I think they said about 40% of the team. Like, so. I mean, you really consider that forty like, percent? Oh, yeah, like God, the Miami man. Marlins, like pretty much, like that team can't play games for the next fourteen days, and you know, I'm pretty sure the team at this point, they either gotta like uh, withdraw, I guess, from their league or like their their section or whatever. You know, I don't know what their their terminology. I'm pretty sure it is division. A it's they like it's yeah, a it's, yeah, it's it's American League and National League. I think they play in the National League. Yeah, obviously. so they they probably got to um, withdraw from their region in the league, and you know, like it's just crazy. Like you know, any chance they make it through their season, if like if they are, and if not, are they going to cancel it? I guess shit. I'm gonna take the first jab at that question. I mean, I, shit. I mean, it's what like how like how can they even make it through their season? If you're talking about 13 people amongst the ball club, make sure players and the 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 uh, staff got infected, like. Like, you literally got to take them out the league. And, I mean, when you take them out the league, you know, the whole point of, like, I think all commissioners amongst all the sports, they all, I think their clause is something like, you know, once, like, the competitive integrity of the league is being compromised, that they got to cancel their season. How is that, like, not compromising the integrity right there once you pull an entire team? Good point. And, you know, like, I mean, yeah. you look at the MLB's ignorance. They had such ignorance. Like, and, you know, I haven't been following it like crazy. It's just that when you're watching these sports shows, you see the segments. 
But I know, like, dating back to so many weeks out, and and I know Max Kellerman, he was crazy. He's been so crazy hard on them about it. But the idea of just like, yo, you know, they needed to establish these mini bubbles. You know, they waited so long to take the precautions, and you know, like the idea of like the dugouts. They didn't like. I I seen the the baseball players. They're all in the same dugouts. Like, you know, there's no real you know, attempt to social distances. You know, we was just taking our hat off to the NBA um, season restart and what we see going on down there in Orlando. You know, the NBA, the one thing that I could always say about the NBA that, you know, I'm really a fan of, and I think that's why I really enjoy watching their product. They're the most progressive and just like, like, the most like like I guess radical in a good way. They're not conservative. Like all yeah. other sports, responsible, are extremely, I yeah, guess. and responsible. You're right. Like cause there's a level, there's a combination of all of it. You're very like you know intuitive. A lot of innovation, and you know you're very responsible, and and very radical in the fact that you 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 like change. You you like to change things. You know you're not going to keep things the same. The NFL very conservative. MLB very conservative. Uh, soccer even in itself, like in their leagues, they're all conservative. I mean, and now obviously there's a push for, you know, racial things going on. You know, that's a whole nother subject. But, you know, when you yeah. look at the, uh, the the NBA and just what they have going on, like their system makes sense. Like you got leagues, you got teams in the bubbles. And like, I, I think, I don't even know who was saying something. I, I think it was Max. I don't want to give him all the credit, but he was saying, you know, that like MLB should have had like some establishment of like mini leagues and mini conferences where, you know, these teams could play against each other to limit the exposure. And like, that shit makes sense. Like it's mad smart. Like why didn't they do that? And it's just the ignorance of the MLB of thinking, okay, yo, you know what? Let's just pull the fans and, you know, that's it. We could just continue on. And keep season. it going. Like, yeah. you still have to travel. Yeah, like, them days, like, all right, y'all motherfuckers is playing at one location. location. And, not o- mm-hmm. right. and not only that, but, like, the Marlins are in Miami, in Florida. Exactly. Florida's the hot, the hot spot, spot of the whole world right now. Yep. I would not want to fucking go, period. I'd be like, yo, I'm sorry I'm not going because, and look, after that, I'd be like, yo, I ain't going to Florida. Sorry, I ain't playing against the Rays. I'm not playing against the Marlins. Like, don't, don't send me to no fucking Florida. Florida yeah. So, having that, and I would I would make the point that, honestly, the funny thing about the MLB is the fact that, you know, they call it America's pastime. You know, baseball is the most American sport. So it's hilarious to me that in the most American way possible, they just decided to be like, you know, be, again, just like America, mm-hmm. bring up the fucking rear, in, you know, taking the right precautions and doing X, Y and Z. Just like you said, you know, some players having to wear masks or not even mandating. And the hilarious part is like baseball, for the most part, is probably the sport where you can social distance by its very nature mm-hmm. because, okay, you know, everybody's standing, all the bases are 90 feet apart. You're in the outfield. You, the, the next person to you is probably like 150 feet away from you. So like you have already mad distance. The closest people are honestly the guy standing on whatever base, the runner, and then, you know, the, 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 the defender's position and then the catcher and the batter. But other than that, like it's the most socially distant sport. So how could you not look at that and be like, okay, well, we don't have to make many changes, just a little, and it could work. And you decided to do none of those things. Mm-hmm. And now you got 14 people. And like you said, the competitive integrity, because basically that's for 14 days, whatever games they had scheduled, goodbye. Yep. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you literally cannot play those games. Yeah. And so then, you know, I'm sure. 14 days, but they got to wait to make sure the tests come back negative, and I'm sure they're going to do like a double test or something. Mm-hmm. So that might, that's probably going to be even longer. Yeah. And then they got to figure out what's their next game, and then travel to that. So mm-hmm. that's just I, I don't know. Yeah, and I mean that's, that's just not even, not even a start to think about the contact tracing. Like, 
Like, I, I, pff, oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, it's probably a dub for the uh, the MLB restart. And, I, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't even want to sit there and, and take a look at like, what that might mean. And I guess I'll wait for the fallout. Maybe next pod they'll, they'll have a little bit more of an update on, okay, like, let, let for one, let's see what happens. You're right. Like, we got to see, okay, now the games they were supposed to play, what happens? You know, you look at the game-by-game loss. I've seen Lou Williams is an example. But I know MLB, they're big money. I can't even imagine how much money day-by-day day these people are probably losing if they're not playing or whatever. But, like, Lou yeah. Williams, I think he loses 150K. Like, he's losing, like, 80, like, almost 80K per game or some shit like that. It's, so it's God. just kind of like, you know, Damn. wow. Like, like, now the MLB restart, I mean... You know, what is this going to do to that ball club? And, I mean, when you got to look at around the league, if this happens again, you know, y'all pull the plug on the season with the way MLB is just doing overall viewership-wise. You know, you said it yourself. I mean, this is America's pastime sport, and and, and it really shows. It's the oldest sport, so people aren't really watching that shit no more. It's not like the NBA. It's not like the NFL. I mean, I would not be shocked if there's some other sports in America taking over viewership-wise, like or at least challenging – Baseball, it's probably the third or the fourth, if not. So, I mean, you know, they, yeah. they definitely got some soul searching to do. If I'm them, they better devise something and they do it quick because, like, I mean, yeah. if, if this NBA, can, if the NBA can pull off their championship successfully, they, I think, have the, the perfect league to do it because they can then create little bubbles around, I think, in their conferences because, you know, you know what I've actually was thinking about? Like, I listened to what Max said, and I just remembered, remember they used to have the fucking whole conferences, and if he was at the top of the conference, you got the top five seeding in the playoffs, and then a couple of years ago, they did away with that shit again. I'm thinking they can use that as a blueprint to finish their season. If you're in which conference, so if you're in the Southwest Conference, I'm pretty sure that's like Dallas, uh, San Antonio, Houston. You know, the team is pretty much in that yeah. locality. You guys can meet up and play against each other to decide seeding, you know what I mean? We can get back to that like, and make that like, thing. And you know, that's a really good way. You know, exactly. Means no nothing. Just bust little bus here and there. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, you can really contain or create a little sites like mini Orlando's. You know, it doesn't have to be Orlando Central location, but you have maybe a central. Okay, one of these cities out of the Southwest Division cities. Okay, maybe they they converge on this city and then they all play a series of games over the next two weeks here. And then, and then, I mean, if it works out, you know what I mean? Like, I think that would be the perfect way to try. Yeah, if the league has to restart, like, I mean, if it, you know, like if it starts up again in like November, October, after if they get through to the championship, then they start another season. They could do it like that, where like every two weeks to a month, all right, you're playing instead of all your division games being spread out, you're playing them all in one block. Okay, then the teams rotate. So, all right, so the Northwest division uh, division will go to Southwest, Southwest will go to Northwest. Mm -hmm. And so then you play all of those teams there. Like you just kind of rotate it out Mm -hmm. in a way like that, where you could keep people in bubbles so they know they're going to be in one spot for like a month mm-hmm. or something like one month you play all your games it's just you know to always limit and so you can be able to successfully do that and they should you know the baseball should do that shit too yeah. and who knows how football is gonna go honestly yeah, that's probably that's the a, one that that's gonna be another one that's just like you know conservatism let's see let's see what happens because i mean i know they're talking about their idea is to just continue on and i know they limited their preseason games already you know, I think I think there was some spreading already or like something happened where they pretty much had to close up, like stop practicing. I don't know. I mean, I might be speaking incorrectly here. I might be thinking about, excuse me, um, the NBA season. The NBA had, uh, 
I know a mini outbreak at a, a camp, I think, and they had to like stop, you know, close down a facility for a day or two or three days. So, I, I mean, I know that stuff's been going on already. Let's see what happens with the NFL. But I mean, I know they are similar to baseball thinking that they can have some semblance of, you know, a regular season. And I mean, you're talking about 50 man rosters, bro, like or whatever it is like. That's incredible. I, I don't see how that's going to work. Motherfuckers that only play the practice squad, right? Yeah. And on top of you have mad different coaches. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the most physical contact sport. Yep. Like your whole thing is touching. Touching. Yeah. So how is that really? Yeah, that's. I, I think that one's gonna be impossible. Forget about it. Yeah, NFL. I mean, Honestly. pray pray for the vaccine before y'all season start. <laughs> for real, and that's the one that's gonna make mad people go crazy. Anybody, you know football? I can't believe this. Yeah, nah, word. <laughs> forget about it. That's where you know Trump is gonna come in, and it's gonna be a it's gonna be a political thing again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's just my God giving my two out to football. It's these liberals taking my football away from me. <laughs> and you're like, all right, buddy. all right, but that's how it's gonna go. Start seeing the fucking the what is it when everybody sometimes you see a racist opinion and somebody puts the picture up of all the white dudes. Yeah, with all the, the white dudes with Oakley. the cap with the Oakleys and then the, the fucking dad hats all sitting in the front seat taking the same Facebook at profile pic. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh, that shit never did not makes me laugh because they really all look the same. That shit is foul, man. Mm. But shit. All right, let's let's get into let's, let's the, juicy. Uh, actually, yeah. What do you? Yeah, yeah. What do you want? You want to get into? Shit. Let's slide into uh. Let's slide into this topic. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like uh. You know what? We we gave it coverage, but I don't know if there was too much coverage that we could have given it at the time in our defense. But you know, obviously, I feel like I got a little bit more on it. But the Tory Lanes, you know, Magda Stalin, you know, update slash incident. Obviously, if you have been haven't been living under a rock, you would know that Meg Thee Stallion was confirmed to have been shot um, in the feet. Um, now, I'm not saying by Tory Lanez, but Tory Lanez was arrested with a gun and Meg Thee Stallion got shot in her feet. So I'm just saying, you know, that's the information that I have. You do what you want with it. Um, but the, inf- yeah, the uh, right now it's, I think it's still an ongoing investigation, which is why nobody could say anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, so it's, it's really, it's honestly, I'll be honest, this is a very, uh, bizarre situation. I'm not really sure what to say about it every time I speak on it, but, um, I'm just going to get this information. I got this, unfortunately, off of a no jumper clip that I've seen. Um, but you know, I, I'll be honest, man, this no jumper guy, I, I don't even remember. I forgot his name. I don't. I, I don't even remember the dude name, but I know him to be a figure. But the dude from No Jumper, you know, he he got info, he got plugs, he got sources, and I know he be in Hollywood, he be in L.A. You know, if if he was saying, you know, he got somebody from Kylie Circle that says some shit to him, or like a Meg Circle, I would believe it because I'm not gonna lie, he's affiliated and he he knows a lot of people. So he was like, you know, supposedly the story is obviously you could got what most people assume. There's a situation where Tori um, might have been giving too much attention to Kylie or vice versa. Kylie giving him the attention. I would like to to think that wasn't the case. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I just really just don't see Kylie like going, tripping over some Tory lanes. And, you know, obviously, you know, from the optics and what for most of Black Twitter, I think we all understand, you know, Meg Thee Stallion and Tori, they had some shit going on. It supposedly it's confirmed they've been, you know, actually fucking and been in a mini relationship but behind the scenes. And, you know, that shit obviously upset Meg. Meg is Meg Thee Stallion. She's going to go off. You know what I'm saying? Like, she, she's one of the hottest rock mm-hmm. artists in the game, one of the finest women out there. Beautiful, beautiful woman. So it's just, like, 
you know, yeah. that shit, you know, like the, the shit, the shit went off. And I, I mean, how that leads to somebody getting shot in the feet. And she got, and this is actually off of the Meg, this time IG live. Cause she went on live finally to address everything um, earlier today. Mm-hmm. And she was just on some like, yo, I got shot in both feet, bro. She got shot two times. So she got shot in both feet. Oh, and thankfully, shit. like, you know, it didn't, um, you know, it didn't go through no tendons. It was like, That's, they was able to get the bullets yeah. out and, and she could walk. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a miracle that, like, she, like, God forbid, has to have a foot amputated or something like that. Like, imagine if that was the story. Like, So, you know, like, I, I just want to, like, first off, start out by saying, you know, like, first off, shout outs to Meg Thee Stallion. And, um, you know, my, my apologies if it seems like, you know, if, and I know like there's tons of black women in my life and, you know, they see me on the T.O., you might feel that, you know, black men or even me in general, like, for for instance, doesn't or isn't taking this situation seriously, you know, and we're not speaking on it enough. So I'm, you know, doing my best to make sure that I at least speak on it and make sure that it's known that, you know, we definitely don't condone anything about Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez, I swear to God, has been canceled. I have, not only have I not mentioned his name, I haven't played none of his songs. I'm not a huge Tory Lanez fan. But definitely, I seen his song in my my playlist. It's not, it's not looking good. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not it's not looking, not looking good, good for, for man. It's, it's right not now. shaping up to be good. Yeah, like and people was trying to be like, oh, let's you know, like I, of course I was like, listen, like it's either gonna be one of two things. Honestly, there is no, you know, like it's either he's shooting at somebody else or he's shooting at me. Yeah. Like, there's no other way that you pulling out a gun and it turns out she gets shot and then he gets arrested for having a gun. Mm-hmm. You know, there's really very limited area to work with unless like some bizarre story happened which you know that's not the case now but Mm -hmm. so like i knew from jump like it's either gonna be one of those two things like it's it's not either way it's just gonna either be like all right maybe you shouldn't have shot and now she got you know uh shouldn't have shot at somebody else you know she got like a a, like you said like the the so i'm thinking you know like if you're getting shot in the foot and you're in the car with somebody that has a gun Mm -hmm. There's no way if somebody's shooting through a car that you're going to get shot in the foot yeah. more than like more than likely, So for yeah. me the common sense is going to be you got shot from somebody inside of the car. Mm-hmm. So I knew all for little like once I started piecing it together I'm like oh it's clip from man. Yeah. No, it was tough. It's, it's really sad to see in the sense that like like I said last week where it's just somebody that was at the time, you know, a positive impact on the game throughout the quarantine. He had the quarantine radio. He was linking up with people left and right. You know, mm-hmm. people were like, oh, Tory Lanez, he's cool. He's cool. And you go and do some shit like this. You know, it's just tiring again and again just to see, you know, unfortunately, another man doing some crazy shit, you know, be acting extra violent because whatever the case, a woman, even if she was, you know, a, and I don't know, but like in the way that like I just do not like you know, like extreme violence or violence from men against women, period. Mm -hmm. Like to me, I just don't see, uh, you know, like a way where you you got so upset in a rational way. There is no rational way about you getting upset and that your rational thought was to pull out a fucking gun gun. and shoot a woman. So like, I just look at it as like, yo, like you just have no idea how to fucking just be angry. Mm -hmm. Like your first thing is I got to do something about it. Yeah, like I, I gotta, I gotta physically, I gotta physically do something. Yeah, like it's crazy. Yeah, like what? Yeah, like so. I mean, and even if it was the f- fact that she went off and she was berating him, because that's the word. Like, okay, you know, she was like insulting him, but like, what was she calling you? Short? Like, what the saying that you you're a Drake ripoff <laughs> from Canada? Like, Short? All the shit that you've probably yeah, already right. heard. Like, are you serious? That's really gonna rub you the wrong way. That you've oh, Meg Thee Stallion is telling me this. We pull out the gun and shoot her feet. Like, come on, dog. Like. I don't know, man. Even if she said, yo, you got a little dick, or is that of grounds enough for you to take a gun 
and be like she has to get shot on her foot now. Yeah, like, come on, son. Like I don't even like it's, so. It's, 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 it's clip for men's. men's. Yeah, it probably I'm it just, most definitely is clip for men's. Sorry, yo, had a nice career, dog. And um, you know, Meg the Stallion, but, you know, you we're know. with you. You know, I apologize again. You know, because you know what it is. I seen that tweet because she had sent out that tweet earlier this week. And yeah. um, you know, it, it is like I'm not gonna lie. A lot of people was like, you know, tweeting about it and trending and. You know, like, I'm not going to lie on my timelines. I don't see jokes. Like, I, I follow adults, bro. Like, I'm not fucking with these kids. And I know even adults can have jokes. But, like, you know, I would like to say my timeline, for the most part, can come off very mature. And, you know, there wasn't a lot of those jokes. But when you do go through those um, trending Twitter topics and things like that, you know, that's no, what you see. Yeah, it's jokes. nothing but jokes. And people are made. Like, I even seen some dumbass fucking joke that was trying to say she came out. Like, supposedly she's trans and. And then she, he found out he was trans. Oh so like, like, what kind of dumb joke? Like, even if, like, if either that's true or it's fake, and even if it was, like, what does that even mean? Like, what do y'all even tweet in this? What shit is for? that? Oh my like, what? God. Is, like, what? Every day, more and more, it's like it just shows me like that people are really just crazy, and you know, like she's, you know, she's a young woman dealing with that. Like, imagine that shit. Like, I, I feel like right now, if I had to deal with that shit, I'd be like, damn, I'd be a little traumatized. Imagine you like. Like a young 23, 22. Because I don't even know how old Meg is. I'm pretty sure she's like 22. I think she's like, yeah, 22 or 23. She like, I think, I think yeah. they're somewhere the like, She's younger than us. I think. Yeah, she's yeah. younger than us for sure. I know that much. So it's just kind of like, you know, with all due respect, man, like everybody need to get off her back. You know what I'm saying? Let her heal. Support Meg. Support black women. And, and uh, yeah. And again, for Tory Lanez, if you play... Them stupid motherfucking games. You will win the stupid motherfucking (laughs) prizes. prizes. Every time, yo, if you play stupid ass games, you can win stupid ass prizes. How many times do I have to say that shit? I'm going to have to say that shit all the time because someone is going to, again, do some dumb shit. Oh, sad. It's sad. Another one. Anyways. Anyways, yeah. (laughs) Sad. More. Another another one. one. Another one out of here. Um, I guess we could roll right. Let's roll right into Mr. West. I mean, Mr. West, obviously, he had an eventful last week. I know we definitely went in depth on it, man. But, yeah. you know, his eventful last week then spilled into... Just the circle back to yeah, it. Yeah, the circle back yeah. into it. I mean, we won't go, obviously, as in depth because I'm kind of... Even me, myself, I'm over. Yeah, I don't want to give him too much mental focus. But, I mean, you know, he obviously had the album Pump Fake. Donda was supposed to drop on Friday. Never dropped. Uh, what an asshole. What, what what do you know? Kanye West uh, announced an al- album randomly of just a bunch of bullshit. Like, that didn't come out like, on time. It looked like a bunch of samples and references. It didn't look like a, a complete album. No album cover in sight, and he was saying he was dropping it. Uh, but what do you know? He hasn't only been doing this for his last three to four album releases. But yeah, you know, let's let's yeah. keep expecting that. And I mean, shit, he had- We've been dealing uh-huh. with this shit since... Uh, shit, Dark Fantasy, I think, was the same way. Same thing. Yeah. We, oh, we thought there was a release date. They, you know, songs got changed around and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and again, Yeezus was the same way. We're like, uh, you know, it went through like 40 different names. Yeah. And again, same thing. Life of Pablo, he was like, oh, I'm calling it this. I'm calling it this. Oh, I'm working on it. He previewed it at the Madison Square Garden shit. Then it was like a month of silence. And then all of a sudden, he's like, okay, here's the album. <laughs> You're like, what the fuck? Yeah, nah, he just been... <laughs> then it was like... <laughs> <laughs> remember the cover when we first saw the cover it was which one and then it was like wait a minute that's really the cover yeah <laughs> yeah we're at the pictures with hello words and shit. yeah like 
It was just mad weird, yeah. <laughs> no, I'll never forget that when he dropped that cover. And everybody was like, yo, there's no way this is the actual cover. Like, And then it was. Yeah. And then it was. Oh, man. But, you know, that's... But that's anyways, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I mean, that, you know, that's yeah. I mean, you got that. I mean, the backlash from the fucking quote-unquote presidential rally. And I, you know what? It's so funny. Like, just with this eventful week, I found myself on on live and, I, you know, I was chopping it up with the homies and we was playing uh, Warzone or whatever. And, you know, one of my bros mm-hmm. said, he was like, you know, son, I was listening to last week's episode and he was like, yo, man, you guys are kind of too hard on my man. Yeah, I feel like I went hard, uh, kind of hard on. Yeah, like I feel like, um, you know, when you consider his perspective and what's going on, obviously, with bipolar disorder and his mental situation, like I've seen people go through that. You know, aren't you being too hard on somebody that's not in the right mind state? And, you know, I guess I just kind of wanted to pose that question to you and let you go off on that. Like, what do you think? Because I, I already told him what I feel. And I guess I'll go into that after I'll let you get your point up. Like, I would say, like, it's it's different because, you know, like, all right, in in a very serious manner, like bipolar disorder, of course, you know, I, I'm a I'm a big advocate for mental health. Like, I, I deal with very, you know, serious depression from time to time mm-hmm. where, you know, I've, I've done a lot of work and I still need to fucking go to therapy when all this is over to still work through that. Like, and, you know, so I, I understand, you know, the severity of things like bipolar. And the only reason why I'm hard on somebody like Kanye West is because. He's Kanye West. He's a household name. You know him. He's somebody of stature. And if you are somebody of stature, he's a billionaire. He's somebody of stature with wealth, which means he has the resources necessary to be able to get through this or should be surrounding himself or is surrounded with people that can help him through this. And not only that, he's he's 43 years old. And not to say that, you know, after a certain age, bipolar, you know, you should get through it. But to say that, you know, you're continuously doing this because, again, this is not the first time we've seen him do something of this, you know, magnitude, you know, like it, it escalates. You know, he's constantly had, you know, things of where he comes out and he he displays a lot uh, uh, emotionally or however he's feeling to a, a very public forum time and time again. So it's hard to look at these things in an isolated way and say, like, oh, you know, it's, it's you know, this guy's going through a lot when we've seen him do it time and time again. And at this point, if I would say what the the first time is for what the, the Taylor Swift shit, you know, sure. even though people were like, oh, he's drunk. But like this isn't that far removed from that in the way that he's, you know, making a situation going on stage and just speaking what the fuck he wants to say. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's constantly done this. Wow, that's actually so I look at it as now, you know, I look at it now like it's it's the boy who cried wolf. I can't keep using that excuse of oh, you know, he's and people have been saying that since his mother passed. Oh, he's going through, he's going through it. And at that point, how long has it been? 808s and Heartbreak came out like 2009, and his mother died in what 2008 Mm, or something like that. uh, So if we're looking at yeah, yeah, let me see, let me. I think so. It's either uh, nine or ten. I think you're actually right though. Cause I remember, I'm about to like, see I know it. his mother did um, die right before um, 808's heartbreak. Welcome to heartbreak. <laughs> yeah. So if basically, so if his mother died, at the very least, it's been ten years since then, and that's not to say you know, like having you losing your mother isn't a heartbreaking thing, but people have been using that excuse in a way that's like, okay. He's not the only person whose mother has passed away, Mm -hmm. you know, like I can't keep using these things as an excuse for why he has not grown Mm -hmm. or why he has not taken the necessary steps. And because there's times where he seems to be aware of like, well, I'm dealing with some shit, but he doesn't seem to actually go through with, you know, doing what's necessary or making those necessary improvements in his life. 
And he's 43. And if that's the case from, you know, his mother since then, it's been 10 plus years of him doing these things. And so it's the boy cry wolf of where I'm not going to keep using that same excuse for this shit. You know, he has to be held accountable. You can, it, you know, there's a nuance in a way where you can be suffering from bipolar disorder. And I could say, yo, this man needs help. But the shit that's coming out of his mouth, I have to condemn that. You know, I can't excuse that and say, well, he's bipolar. I just have to chalk up what he's saying to that. When you're at a, pl- a, a platform that not too many people have and the shit that you're saying is damaging. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you have, you know, he's the kind of, you know, cult figure where people are going to listen to what the fuck he says. And if you're saying shit that's damaging and people are going to listen to what you're saying, then you're 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 very you're a dangerous individual in the sense that, like, if he went on stage and said, you know what, I'm going to start supporting alt-right people and, you know, spun it in some way that people would actually listen to him. And then all of a sudden you have a bunch of people supporting fucking Nazism because he said so. That would that's that's fucking dangerous. And yeah, it's not to that extent. But the, the shit that he's saying, I'm, I'm trying to say that, you know, he has that power to be able to do something like that. So, you know, I can't chalk up his bipolar issues to the stuff that he's saying without holding him accountable. You know, I, you can be held accountable and also, you know, all right, you need to get some help. But if it's in 10 years and we've been saying the same thing of, yo, you need to get help. And he comes out and says every now and then, like, I need to get help or we see something else happen like this. And at this point, either it has to be him or the people around him that are either or not getting help. But something has to give. Mm -hmm. You know, you can't be doing this until forever. And, you know, you get a pass every time saying, oh, you know, he's bipolar. This is so sad. He needs help. When you're continuing to do this, you know, where people... You know, like I said in the last episode, he's not the only person with bipolar disorder and you don't see people with other people with bipolar disorder doing this as well. Mm -hmm. So that's 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 what I that's that's all my words on that. Honestly, yeah, I feel like you already still in the bag. Like, yeah, no, you honestly uttered everything I felt like I I said and like feel on the, the, the subject. I mean, you know, you look at yay. I mean, a monumental figure, you know, within the black community and just amongst all communities, the music community, the art creation community um, and fashion. And I mean, you know, obviously, shit, he's into architecture to some degree. He has influence even in film design. Like there's so many things that Ye has touched. Like he's very influential guy. So, you know, like when you look at it from the perspective of, all right, now you look at his morality, you know, his mental, like his bipolar mental state. Although that might affect, like, his, you know, how he may feel. Like, I, not about how he may feel, but, you know, how he reacts. So, like, you know, he might have a hot or cold reaction to something. You know what I mean? Like, bipolar be- people can behave like that. But at the same time, that doesn't, like, make him, like, who he is. Like, you know, his opinion of things or his opinion of how things are, you know, kind of like you said. I mean, they, they just what they are. Like, yay can choose to grow at least from these events and, you know, move on from it. Or for 10 years, he's showing us continually, like, this is how he acts. Then this is just who he is. It's not really his mental that is causing it. It's it's a mood thing. Yeah. It's bipolar means you can go from being incredibly happy exactly. to incredibly yeah, sad exactly. or, you know, vice versa. That doesn't mean you're going to go from being a Nazi to exactly. suddenly being, a, a, you know, a, an activist every mood. Yeah. So he, you know, that's who he is. Yeah. He's he's the, the the shit that he's saying. That's what he believes. It's just how it comes out, whether he's happy saying it where, you know, he's on the stage crying about something, you know, like those. That's his mood. But the shit that he's saying is still stuff that he feels. Mm-hmm. That's exactly you know, that's exactly what he believes. Yeah. And and that's really is just the, the conclusion point on. Yeah. Like, that's just really what it is. And it's it's tough, man. You know, it's at this point. It's like, man, like. 
it's it's so crazy. Like I hope he really gets the help. Like I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm on. I was on Twitter. I think ten minutes ago, I seen some where you know supposedly him and Kim were spotted together in Wyoming. Look, I I don't know if she helps him in any way with just stabilizing his ability to 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 be sane because you know like just like you said. I mean, you'll have those runs where Ye is literally doing good. Like he's doing right. And and then he'll go to just like it's hot and cold. Like the next day, he's just on some bullshit again. He's off his meds. You know, he he's just acting erratically. So you know, you we we all just want best for him at this point. That's it, yo, yeah, just yeah. get healthy, bro. It's just you know, it's 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 different from a normal person. Where in the sense that, like, unfortunately, you know, when he goes on his episodes, and you know what it because you know it. Uh, bipolar disorder could also mean it, it leads to you know where you make impulse decisions mm-hmm. so a lot of this shit of you know if he decided to be like i'm gonna just do a rally and then you know he has the money to do mm-hmm. it you know that's that's what makes it different in the sense that like you can do things that other people cannot already because you have the resources to do mm-hmm. so so now if you think about it in a negative way where if he wanted to do something drastic he has the resources to do it mm-hmm. so a lot of the shit that he could be doing could be a split second decision where he's like, I'm just going to go and do it, but you got the money to do it. So you can do it. And unfortunately that could make things worse in the sense that he didn't, you know, he wasn't in the right state of mind to do that rally, but also he wouldn't have done it if he wasn't, you know, in his episode, but at the same way, you know, he did it. And now, you know, like it's, he has nobody around him or either he himself is just ignoring everybody around him you know it has to be one or the other at this point because if this is something that he's been dealing with for a long time and you know he has a wife he has kids he has people around and from what we hear that they're actually trying to help and you know he was saying you know they're trying to 51 50 me and whatnot and stuff like that where basically they're saying like they were trying to get him to a a mental facility to get some help so it sounds like to me through that is that he's actively ignoring help Mm -hmm. you know he does not want help like he does not want to help because like you said he he has episodes where he's fine and it sounds it could be that he was taking his medicine and you know or whatever help he was getting and then just was like i don't want to do this shit anymore that's what i'm thinking it could be that it could be him it could and that's why i look at it and like i can't give him that excuse anymore because if it's him deciding to say i'm just gonna lean into this you know like i i can't say that you know because all right I, i know this is a drastic thing to say but basically, if you killed somebody, if Kanye West killed somebody in a manic depression, in a bipolar episode, yeah. he, that does not excuse him from killing that person. Yeah. You know, that would not get chalked off. You know, it would he wouldn't be able to plead insanity to a certain extent, you know, like. It, but even then, even if he did plead insanity, he would still have to go to a mental facility. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that's a drastic thing, but basically saying that, you know, he still has to be held accountable for the things that he's mm-hmm. doing. Yeah. Nah, that's so, that's yeah. pretty much it on it. Yeah. I don't even want to go too long on him. Yeah. Uh, you know, shout out, yeah, get better. Um, and I guess let's move on for him. But in lighter news, mm-hmm. um, shit. We was when we was hanging out on Saturday, son. That Hetty one and Drake. Oh shit. man, yeah, my son Drizzy, man. <laughs> Yo, son, UK drill Drake is the is the best Drake in like the last five yeah. years. I it's just I don't know what it is, son. I just hear him. I'm like, God damn. I man. think yeah, I think he's found his pocket. <laughs> Honestly, he's found his new pocket. At least he found for, another pocket. Yeah, his yeah. New pocket um, at least for the next. I'm, hour. I hate. <laughs> 
I hate it. I hate that I like it. I honestly do. But it's like, damn, son, every time I just hear him, I'm like, oh, this fucking Woyoy motherfucker. Here you go again. <laughs> nah. And then I'm just sitting there just bopping. <laughs> I do. You know what it is, though, I like about this Woyoy Drake? I feel like Woyoy Drake, it does force him to rap a little more. Like, versus the, that last Drake we had. I don't even know what to call it. Was it like a mixture of Atlanta Drake? It was like Southern Drake. I don't know what yeah. it was. Like It was just a really hybrid... Like, he was all over the place. And then he was even in the Caribbean for a little bit. He went to Africa. I mean, yeah. he was trying to just do everything. Like, And I mean, I guess... Yo, that's a good yo, point the about the rap and shit. You're yeah. right, yo. Yeah, like, honestly. But, like, saying, because, yo, over those Atlanta beats and shit, like, when he's rapping over to Take Heath and shit like that, it was like, yo, you're not really saying anything. Yeah. But I think on the UK shit, I, you have to try, because, like... Grime and like UK drill, like they actually rap. They be flowing. Yeah. It, it, it sounds weird. It drills weird, but it's literally rap. Like it's actually lyricism and rap. Like they're not just talking. So you gotta say something, yeah. or you gotta at least try to say something. So I think you're right. Like it feels like I right, he's actually trying again. And also, like I, I I fuck with drill heavy. I fuck with UK drill heavy. So hearing that, it's like oh, okay. Like all right, he's actually trying. You know, figuring it out mm-hmm. on. And I, yeah, no, nah, I'll, I'll, I'll hear every if the next album is just UK drill. Mm. Okay, I'm sold. I'll listen. Yeah, I'll, listen. I'll, I'll, listen. Listen. I'll, I'll definitely check in because I feel like, you know, especially with that song, anybody, I don't know. I know we didn't say the name of it, but it's the only you freestyle with Heady One featuring Drake. Um, if anybody uh, didn't hear that song, but I mean, he was spitting like different types of flows on it. Like, I mean, you know, obviously he was UK drilling, but he was spitting, you know, hella like Jamaican slang. I heard he was using. You know, even some uh, fucking Somalian slang. I mean, he was even spitting, obviously, in Arabic. Like, it was just crazy. Like, he was literally just, like, he was going all crazy. He's trying to yeah. shout out everybody, every type of ethnicity yeah. he knows. I'm telling you, this, this next tape, this next tape might come on some, like, crazy different type flows, different type of songs. If he gets the feet, if he, yeah, I mean, I know he's going to pull out the right features mm-hmm. for it. Like, if he's going to really lean into the UK drill mm-hmm. shit. Like, I think he's going to pull out. And like when we were talking on Saturday, like it would be it would be fire if like, you know, we start to really get that UK drill here in the States. Yeah, I'm, I'm and like, you know, like to make the game more international, yeah. like if that's what Drake ends up doing, like through this, like if it becomes that, like I would be cool mm-hmm. with that. I would because like, I really would love for like, you know, hip hop to be more international where like because we, you know, like we rarely hear shit from what did they say across the pond. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, it always, you know, hip hop always goes over there. Like I would love to start to, you know, like I, I try to listen as much as possible, but to have it be more incorporated would just be fucking mm-hmm. great, honestly. Yeah, no, I agree. Actually, I, I agree entirely. Like I feel like UK drill, I mean, it's kind of been bubbling and buzzing for a little while. Like, I mean, I said, I told you the same thing. Like I was in London, bro, last year, like, uh, yeah, last year. And I mean, they were drilling, dude. And it was just incredible. Like seeing the energy, the the type of reaction like that music was getting in the clubs and in the bar. I was just like, man, like this is just really what they listen to. Like this is the sound of London. And, you know, like this is the same thing that's going on in New York City. But like the only thing that people um, judge and, and get mad at is their accent. Like, nah, don't like, don't like that. You're not hearing the accent. And to me, the accent is the dopest part of the, the, the actual That line. shit is yeah. fire. What is wrong with people, yeah. from? The way they be saying shit, I'm like, oh shit, son, he's yeah. mad. I love that shit. Yo, personally, I love it. I no, love that, I love British I love accent that personally. Shit, and then like just hearing that shit overflows and then them spitting uh, slang and talking about like, you know, ah oh, man, I love that shit. 
Don't talk to me like that, yeah, fam. Right. They'd be like, oh shit, I, I ain't gonna say shit yeah, to you. Yeah, they'd be like, yo, yo, heady sponge rake, man. Yeah. Like, I'd be like, what? Like, I don't even know what the- Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They'd just be talking that talk. So, I mean, that shit is dope, man. So, you know, shout out Drake. I mean, I know he had two other songs. He had a Grease and Superstar featuring DJ Khaled. I wasn't really a fan. Oh, I wasn't yeah. a fan of. So, yeah. I, got, I mean, maybe I gotta hear it in a different setting. I mean, you know, Grease, Grease sounds like it's gonna slap on vacation. Superstar sounds like if I'm drunk enough and around enough people, it would be dope. That's not happening anytime soon, probably in 2021. So, you know, that song probably won't be around. Drake is going to drop an album probably before that. Uh, but I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, is that up on Drake? Oh, yeah. I know. You know what also happened with Drake? I know he broke the record for most top tens on a chart, the Billboard chart, at the same time, I think. Oh, sure. Yeah. I, I thought I, could, I or honestly could have sworn he had that shit. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, it's just Drake doing another Drake thing. You know what I mean? Like, that's Drake doing what he does, breaking more records that either he owns or that, you know, like didn't exist before he said it. I don't even know. Like, shit crazy. I don't even know. Yeah. But uh, uh, other than that, uh, other thing that we got, you know what? Actually, I want to say shout outs to. The uh, what is this group called? I think it's the Young Staten Island Leaders or something. Young Leaders of Staten Island, something like that. They're doing another demonstration for Black Lives Matter this Saturday, uh, August first. Beautiful, you know, beautiful, path beautiful. of liberation. They're actually, you know what? Over the week, and or I want to say weekend or week, there's a little story came up about you know Staten Island actually at one point being used for an underground railroad. I don't know if you've seen that tweet. But it was like actually one of the pathways. God, I, I literally have not been on. Yeah, now I know you've been offline. Last yeah. Saturday, but that's just pretty. It's see. pretty cool. So you know, they're say, talking about um, walking at least the uh, historic site, at least starting from um, the South Shore to the North Shore. I mean, I don't know how long that walk is going to be. I'll be honest, guys. I don't know if I'm going to be there. I'm just being very transparent there. Um, but you know, shout out to anybody that wants to go. Again, it's going to be Saturday. I'll probably I got it on my Twitter. I retweeted it so. You know, y'all could check in uh, at Twin 4K. And, uh, I mean, Black mm. Lives Matter. I mean, you know, it's crazy, actually, speaking about Black Lives Matters and the demonstrations. Um, I don't know about you, man, but I felt like the momentum has kind of died down on it. Not necessarily within us, but it's like, I feel like social media and their algorithms have stopped supporting Black Lives Matter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, like, I, I knew what it was. When I saw all that, when I see the performative shit, like it lets me know, like, okay, they're doing the the whole th- thing. When I mean performative is like you're 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 doing a an activity or something to basically say this is as much as we're doing. That's it. And so I knew like that's it. Like, you know, like when uh, DC was like, all right, we're going to play. We're going to paint Black Lives Matter on the street. I knew that meant that's as far as they were going, meaning that is the first and the last thing that they are going to do about that. Like anytime I see these corporations do this shit, the performative shit is meaning this is as far as we go. Basically to say, hey, look, oh, look, look, see, we're joining and we're doing this and that's it. So that's how that's how I knew when this once they start doing that painting shit and they're doing all these things that nobody it's not actual effective change. I knew that they were that means they were going to wash their hands of the situation mm-hmm. as soon as that that was done. And that's what we're seeing now. You know, like people from my understanding, I'm still seeing or still hearing a lot of people out there on the streets, especially with the Portland thing is because those protests are happening and the government's like, listen, like, I, I don't know what the fuck. But, you know, Trump's trying to do that shit with that random uh, unmarked military force. But it's because the people are still out there and. 
you know, I knew the media was, of course, once other shit rolls around, like they don't, you know, the media never really harps on anything too long unless it's, you know, something, you know, not massive, but, you know, it, it has a certain like ambiance to it. Like it's usually going to be something about the economy. It's it's never going to be something divisive in a way because, they, you know, especially it, it damn sure ain't going to be, you know, nothing about black. <laughs> folk. You know, like I knew once, you know, after like a month or two, the media is like, all right, y'all, y'all still doing your liberation, but we're just going to not care about it. Anymore. Yeah. But I, I yeah. And, and it might be that. I don't know if it's, it's it could be it could be very much intentional or and it could be a combination of things. It could be somebody saying, listen, like we don't need to see that anymore or whatever the case. Like I know people are still out mm-hmm. there, but it's like it, it, it's to me, I, I agree in the sense that like it's very clear, like, you know, that. Uh, you know, whatever. I don't want to say like mysterious forces, but you know, there's very clear indication that there is people out there that are you know doing their best to to, to keep it on the down yeah. low. Because you know they don't they don't want to see that shit anymore. You know the people are trying to quote unquote move on, and you know they're they're trying to uh, you know uh, I don't know. I, I hate that shit, but it's it definitely apparent. Yeah, it, it's it's very apparent that they're trying to just kind of like lose the coverage about yeah. it. Yeah. Which sucks, you know, and especially at social media where we would assume that's the one, uh, not unbiased, but basically where you would just get that flood of information regardless if it's on any other, you know, form of, of, of media that you would always see something. So now seeing that, like, who knows if because, you know, all right, Twitter has a mute feature where you can mute keywords. You know, they have the ability to uh, um, you could pay for promotion. So who's to say that there's not some other shit where they're like, all right, things with Black Lives Matter or videos of protests. We're just going to, you know, make this disappear from a lot of timelines or like, you know, we'll make sure that it's pushed to the bottom or something. Yeah. Nah, I mean, so. uh, you know, this shit, it, it sucks, man. It sucks. It definitely just makes me think like, shit, man, what does it even say about these platforms? Like, what the fuck? Like, why do I even have these accounts? I mean, you know, obviously you look at Facebook. Everything that Mark Zuckerberg's been on has definitely been insane. Like, even some of the things, like, just like, I'll, I'll be honest, man, like, just the cockiness of, like, all right, you know, your response to people, you know, pretty much ask you why you allow, like, Nazism on your site is to, like, you know, you can't control freedom of speech. You know, it really just has this, like, bruh, like, why, why, come on, why, see? You see? Yeah, you like, see why do it? I even you give you the money? The yeah, like, why, why do I use your service? Like, you know, it really has to ask, make me ask myself. And man, like I really just hope and pray, like so, you know, we there's an alternative. Somebody can come and knock these motherfuckers off because these people really do believe they're untouchable at this point. It's crazy. That dude is no is not a human nah, being. Like not. just everything he says and does, I'm like, bro, you just are like the most disconnected human being in, in like the entirety of everything. Yeah. Like like you said, everything coming out of his mouth is that motherfucker trying to buy a whole island in Hawaii to put like what what are you doing? Yeah, he's what are you doing? And he just, I guarantee if you ask him about that shit, he's like, no, 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 I'm, I'm trying to make developments and stuff like that. He, he would try to rationalize yeah. it. And like you said, it's that, that's just that power crazy. Yeah. Now he's, he's <sighs> literally insane. Like I do think he's one of those guys, just like you said, like, I mean, if there's a guy that could be like, just, just soulless, like I, I think he just has his, his motivations in life <laughs> and his desires and that's it. Like he, he sees things as just like in this ultimate, like equilibrium of just, okay, like, I can't, I'm not the judge of this and that. I just make my money and I'm Facebook. Like, are you serious? What? Yep. And that's, that's what, and that's usually what that higher level of wealth does where, you know, you kind of lose morality yeah. because if you're making that much wealth, then you really probably aren't really thinking about the moral implications of, you know, what you're doing or it's everything like is the that. financial. Like, because if it would, then he wouldn't. 
Exactly. It's, oh, how much money is that? Or is that a wise business decision? You don't care about, you know, the public relationship because, they, you know, like we, we always talk about like, uh, you know, not we, but, you know, we is in the royal we, I guess, millennials or whatever else. But, you know, with people discussing getting canceled. When you have that much money, there's no fucking way any sort of public relations is going to make you lose your mm-hmm. money. Like, un- honestly, unless like it came out that Mark Zuckerberg like raped somebody or something like there is no way he's ever going to get deplatformed yeah. like in any way shape or form we're just talking about like billions upon billions upon billions of dollars like even the Mike Bloomberg mm-hmm. shit you know when he went up for those presidential debates and you know people were saying like well you know a few people from your office have come and said you know there was harassment and he was like ah, I don't know that, that his 81 billion dollars didn't disappear mm-hmm. Like the, these people are just beyond, you know, but they, one, they're not really in the public eye all that much. So condemning them publicly isn't going to do anything. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm basically saying. Like you can't cancel them because they don't give a shit about public opinion. They're beyond that. They don't operate. You don't see Mark Zuckerberg, you know, you'll hear shit about what he's doing, but he's never really coming out and saying he's going to do it unless it's a business decision. Yeah. So that's how I look at it. Man, that shit is crazy. Yeah, that, that shit is crazy. Yeah, honestly, like, I don't even know. That 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 one is definitely like a, a trip, and I mean, shit. I don't know, man. One one day we'll have a solution, like of just I don't know. Somebody is gonna have yeah. an alternative. Hopefully, black owned. They support us. Everything that we're behind. Yes. And you know, and it makes sense. But I mean, I don't know. I guess I'll. Somebody just gotta hack his bank accounts and just like spread that wealth to people. So I don't know. Like I don't know what else is there yeah. to do. Like it's gotta be. Some it really crazy does have to be like some that. crazy shit. I feel like that's the only way we're gonna be able to get o- get over on those type of people. But man, you know, shit. You, you go only pray. I mean, shit. I'm not a hacker. I wish I was a hacker. To that yeah. degree. <laughs> right. Oh man. Shit. I, is is that it for us today? Is that is that it for episode twenty? I think that is it for episode twenty. I think that's all I got today on my docket. All right, then. Shit, 20 episodes down, a bajillion more to go. Thank y'all for tuning in. You know, we're going to continue doing this shit. Um, And yeah, I hope y'all had a good week and also have a good week coming up. So thank y'all for tuning in and we will see y'all in the next one.